Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lucy, and we run Sticker Guru, a stationery and stickers shop. We created the Big Plans podcast to share the things we've learned over the past six years of running our own business. Today, we will be reviewing the pros and cons of selling on Etsy, and then we'll also be answering some of your questions related to that topic. Yeah, so we started on Etsy in January 2016, and we moved to Shopify on in July 2018, but we still have our Etsy open with select products available. So mm-hmm. why don't we go over some of the pros of being on Etsy? Yeah. Definitely. I think something to remember is that there are definitely a lot of pros and cons to having an Etsy. I mean, we we still are on Etsy, so I think that really says something. But the first one I would say is it's easy to use. Like you don't have to know any email. Like there's a layout that you can just like drag and click around. And it's um, very easy, but also because it's so easy, it's very basic so everyone's layout pretty much looks the same um there's not really a lot of customization that comes Mm -hmm. with etsy but i guess that kind of creates a familiarity with shopping on etsy i feel like customers trust shopping on etsy they feel more comfortable there because they're used to the layout always being the same on each shop but i believe there is an option to add a little bit more customization to your etsy i think it's called etsy plus Yes. Which we can go more into detail later. But yes, it's definitely very easy to use Etsy regardless yeah, even, if you are the seller or buyer. Mm-hmm. Like with creating listings, I feel like that's also pretty easy with Etsy um, because you have to fill out specific things for their filter, um, which leads us into the search engine. Like I feel like the search mm-hmm. engine is really the best part about being on Etsy I think because... That's- yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like their their selling point is that there's this free search engine that will give you free marketing and lots of organic traffic. So if you don't want to do so much marketing on your own, you can always rely on Etsy's search engine. Yeah, I think that's nice how you already have this built-in audience. Like I there's like millions and millions of people who are visiting Etsy and they're looking for products related to whatever you're selling. So it's a lot easier than if they were to type into Google and have to, you know, search for your website, which may show up if you have good SEO, but like may not. Whereas Etsy it's more likely to show up. Yeah. Also, I think I really liked Etsy for their analytics. They show you lots of information about individual product performance, where the traffic is coming from, if it's, you know, from the search engine or if it's from offsite ads. They also will share like what keywords people are searching to find your product. So they have a lot of analytics, which is helpful. They actually just added the tool. I discovered it pretty recently. It's called the search analytics feature and it's in beta right now, but again, just a lot more information for you to be able to understand where your traffic is coming and also how your each of your products are performing, which I feel like Shopify does not have as much information, right? I think with Shopify, you have to pay additional money oh, for yeah. more yes. analytics, which is fair. They are trying to make money. One um, more thing, another pro for Etsy is that it is really easy to communicate with your customers because 
Etsy has their own like DM system. So customers can easily ask you questions about listings and things like that. I find that it's kind of harder with Shopify to communicate with customers. We typically will get a ton of messages on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which I'm not a fan of because we don't check our Instagram DMs very often. So Sometimes they get missed. Yeah. Or the Instagram DMs. Like, you guys know how there's the hidden... There's, like, the messages that come into your general and then into your primary inbox. But then there's also, like, the hidden ones. The the Um, message requests. Yeah, message requests. I think I'm, like, I miss that all the time. I miss it because I don't get a notification. So unless I'm checking it constantly, I won't be able to, like, know that you're trying to contact us. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. It's hard, but with Etsy, especially if you have the Etsy app, it's like you instantly get a notification. You can respond to them quickly with the app. It's a lot easier that way. Okay. Customer communication is so important. It's so, so important. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later when we get into the star seller program, but let's move into cons. And Lisa's the one who handles like our fees, our financial stuff. So I'll have her talk about the fees because I think that's probably the biggest con or one of the biggest cons yeah definitely i think for us the biggest con of etsy is the all the different fees that they charge so let me just go through all of the different fees that you end up paying when you sell a single item on etsy so the first one is the listing fee so whenever you want to list a product on etsy you have to pay 20 cents per listing Mm -hmm. and then once you actually sell the product there is a transaction fee and this is etsy's cut so they're also going to make some money when you sell a product and that ends up being five percent which mm-hmm. i think has actually increased from when i first started on etsy i believe it used to be two and a half maybe five, maybe three percent but it is currently five percent now and this is includes the order subtotal as well as the shipping that you charge so that is five percent so next there is the payment processing fee for actually using etsy payments this will vary based on the country that you live in but it's basically just the fee for handling the money for etsy it is three percent of the order plus an additional 25 cents per order. So you have that. And then I think believe last year Etsy added in offsite ads, which is something you cannot opt out of. And that ends up being 15% or 12% if your shop has made over $10,000 in 365 days. Wow. So with all of those ads, Sorry, with all those um, fees added up, I wanted to give an example. So say you sell a sticker sheet for $2. For simplicity, let's just not think about shipping costs. Let's just do the $2 sticker sheet. So you subtract $0.20 for the listing fee, 5% for the transaction fee, which is $0.10, 3% for the payment processing fee, $0.06, as well as the $0.25 that they also charge. And then you are left with $1.39. So oh as you gosh. can see, they with all the fees added up, you end up making very little compared to what you're charging. Like so, almost 50%. Almost 50%. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not good. So we try to offset these fees by charging more on Etsy versus on Shopify. This all will also encourage 
people to shop from our Shopify instead. But yeah, we do have to raise our prices a little bit just to account for all of these fees. And with that being said, we also, like I believe we said in the beginning, we only have select products on our Etsy. So we don't sell any individual sheets we mainly sell kits on etsy yeah, yeah. we don't do two dollar tuesday on etsy because uh, as you can see by the example that i just gave you make very little and it's just not worth our time and money to be selling two dollar tuesday on etsy crazy. so yeah uh, it's crazy to me because i do see other sticker shops selling their two dollar tuesday on etsy and yeah i i think maybe to them they're like okay well i i, I am left with this dollar 39 but i when you consider like how much you spent on material costs um and the time you spent the making time. the stickers yeah, especially Your time, the time is money like yeah it it's crazy to me how people are willing to like spend so much time and then just not charge for that time your yeah. time is money and you deserve to be paid for the time that it takes for you to make those products yeah because if you're spending all day making these stickers and at the end of it you're only profiting like a, let's say a dollar a sheet it's that's tough. That's like really hard to make a living. Like maybe this is your hobby, but if you are aiming to depend on Etsy as your main source of income, like that's that's tough. Yeah. Something to think about if you are currently if that's something you're currently doing. Um yeah. yeah. Okay. So we talked about earlier how the search engine is like their biggest pro. I also think it's a big con because it's so yeah. hard to stand out if you're in a saturated market. So like stickers, definitely very saturated. Um, very highly saturated. Like if you type in That's stickers, there's like thousands and thousands of listings. And people generally don't click past the first two to three pages when they're searching yeah so you have to have good keywords you have to have good pictures to really stand out I think it's so important to have a good listing image mm-hmm. I think a lot of people underestimate that but the listing image is is everything when you're trying to convince someone to click on your listing you need to have a good photo whether it is like a graphic photo or like the mm-hmm. actual product you want to make sure that that is like top tier quality Yeah, I feel like it's like a YouTube thumbnail. It will be the thing that gets you to click and catches your eye. Yes, But also good keywords. Since the search engine is a search engine. Good keywords, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Search engine can't look at your photos. So you also want to make sure that you have good keywords, good SEO for the search engine to be able to do its job. Yeah, that means like not only tags, like keywords in your tags, but also having a good listing description. And it's tough, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely worth spending some time on. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you're not on Etsy, even if you're on Shopify, you still should be working on having good SEO. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to talk about the Star Seller program which I I personally do not love. I, I don't know a single person who likes it. Yeah, um, so. I, I totally understand from maybe Etsy's management point of view why it's a good program. Like in theory, I think it is. Because in theory, you're rewarding sellers for doing a good job. But, but at the I, end of the day, it doesn't actually do anything for the seller yeah. other than you get this little like badge little, on yeah, the your little profile badge thing, which on your I listings. 
I don't think that would make I don't me, think like, make or break someone purchase. Yeah, I don't think it. it's a make or break. I don't think it'll convince anyone to buy a listing over somebody else's if they don't have like the SAR seller. I haven't seen any benefit from it. My, we did yeah, have it we, for um Yeah, we did qualify for it. Yeah. But we, it's honestly like useless. There was no difference. It did yeah. absolutely, yeah, it did absolutely nothing for us. So all I have to say is that don't let it bother you if you didn't qualify. Literally just ignore it because it literally does nothing. Yeah. And for those, I feel like we have listeners who are more so like customers who are interested or people interested in starting a shop. So if you're not familiar with the Star Seller program, I'll just kind of quickly go over it. So the Star Seller program is this new thing that they rolled out, like I think in fall of 2021, summer 2021, something like that. Yeah. But there's these three things that you have to meet in order to get the Star Seller badge. And I think the period is like, it's based on a review period of two months. So based on the past two months. Three months. Oh, three months. Three months. Okay, thank you. Three yeah. months. Did, did you respond to your messages within 24 hours? And there's a 95% minimum. So like if you had 100 messages, you need to have responded to 95 or more of those messages within 24 hours. A second one is five-star ratings. You need to have um, 95% or more five-star ratings. So let's say you have um, 10 five-star 10 ratings. If you get mm-hmm. nine five-star ratings and let's say one four-star rating, you automatically don't qualify. That to me is yeah. absolutely insane. That's insane. That's, that's just not fair for, I feel like, shops that don't get as many ratings that like because of that one four-star rating or whatever, <laughs> one non-five-star rating, then you just automatically don't qualify for the whole month. I think that's absurd and... Etsy, you need to <laughs> not do that. Like, yeah, no. I think if Just anything, no. the the rating should be weighted, right? Like, if five star equals an A, a four star shouldn't equal an F. It should probably equal like a B. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Yeah, but they treat it as if it was an F. Yeah, <laughs> you like know, anything like, that's not star equals an F, which yeah, is not acceptable to me. <laughs> which is which is like how. <laughs> I don't just know. I know. Absolutely not. I'm not here for it. It's also tough because you get, I think people who are on Etsy can, who are Etsy shops can um, sympathize, but you can't control your customers. Like there are some customers out there who you may do everything perfectly, but they're still going to give you four stars because they don't believe in giving five stars or they just you know like there's you can't control it all the time so that one requirement I mean everyone's standards are it's subjective it's like your five stars may not be the same as somebody else's five stars so yeah that's also something that's not super fair yeah I did a whole reels on this and some of the comments that I got from other people who commented in our shops they said like things like customers won't read their listing description, so they get something that's not the right size that they thought they were getting or whatever. And it's totally the customer's fault for not reading the description, right? But they rate them like, you know, like a one star or a four star or whatever because of the customer's mistake. And I don't think the shop should be punished for that. I don't think that. the shop should, yeah, I don't think the shop should get in trouble for, for the customer's mistake. Mm-hmm. So that's just, that sucks, honestly. Yeah. Um, the last criteria that you have to meet to get star seller is that 95% or more of your orders need to be dispatched on time. So we don't have any issues with that ever, but 
I yeah, think something, um, the key, to... something to think about. But the key to that, I think, yeah. is also being realistic about your dispatch time because that's something you can set yourself. Yes. So, so making make sure... sure your dispatch time is accurate to when you actually dispatch. Yes. I also noticed mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now and it says that you your orders have to have tracking with it. So if you're sending orders by stamps, again, you would be <laughs> disqualified from this immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is my little rant my little TED talk about the Star Seller program yes, and why Star I, Seller program <laughs> I don't love it why um, we hate it honestly yeah. not a fan I don't recommend it just ignore it just ignore it okay next we did talk about how Etsy has like its own messaging um, platform which is nice but that also means you can't collect your customers emails so yeah so I think it's actually illegal yeah, it's to, illegal to to, email to them. use their email that they yeah, it's illegal to email them. And, so, yeah, so mm-hmm. definitely don't take their emails. Um yeah, I I think it's probably like a privacy issue. Yeah. So yeah, don't if you are thinking about creating a newsletter, make sure you don't use the emails from Etsy. It's also um, hard to get those emails. Like you have to individually click into each order, I believe, and then yeah. 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 Um you can, but you could definitely have your own newsletter and send them a link or like include a link yes. with the with the package. order. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. That way you can you could definitely do that that way. Yes, and the final con is that you can get banned at any point. Let's see if you're listening. Please don't ban us for this podcast. We do love you. Um, <laughs> Please don't ban us. But if um, you get clearly banned, we're we're still we're still on there because there are some pros that yes. Please don't ban us. (laughs) You will lose all of your customers if you get banned and you don't have your own website or your own social media, your own newsletter. Like those customers are poof, gone. So yeah, so this has never happened to us. Obviously, we've never been banned, but I definitely have heard of some horror stories where shops got banned for literally the dumbest reasons. Yeah, for like no reason that they can for or or even yeah for no reason at all they just get banned and yeah yeah, so always be aware of that Mm -hmm. okay let's go into our q and a thank you guys so much for sending these in let's answer some of these questions first one is etsy plus worth it so etsy plus i think we mentioned it a little bit earlier but basically it is a service that Etsy offers that costs $10 a month and for those $10 you get 15 listing credits which equals to about $3 mm-hmm. you also get $5 in ad credit so you get these every single month that comes out to be $8 that you will receive back mm-hmm. and then I believe it if you want to talk about some of the other, yeah, yeah. some of the other benefits that yes. you might get. Okay, so I did some research because disclaimer: we do not have Etsy Plus, and we've never tried it ourselves. And I'll kind of explain why. So it comes with discounts, which is cool. Like you can get a discount on custom domains, shipping boxes, business cards. We have our own supplier. Um, and we already have like our own domain, so that's not applicable to us. And then the main benefits are one, advanced shop customization and two, restock requests. So advanced shop customization, which I personally don't think is that worth it. You get like multiple banner options. There's like a different layout option for re- featuring your listings. You can like feature specific shop sections. I yeah, 
haven't I don't found think that's that super, necessary. Yeah, I don't think that's super necessary. I think the basic shop, basic Etsy layout is just fine. And you honestly don't really need an advanced customization. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't think of a reason why you would need it, but it, I mean, it could look good. I don't know. <laughs> and then the second yeah, one, I don't know. restock requests. So once you sell out of a product, it's no longer listed on your shop. But in this case, shoppers can still view your sold-out listings and they can sign up for alerts for when your items are back in stock, which is kind of nice. But That's kind of nice. Um, not I kind of really like that. On, yeah, not super applicable for us because one, like our products are always in stock or mm-hmm. if it like really is out of stock, then we stop selling it. Yeah. But this is useful for like, I don't know, like bigger businesses that I shop from if like a product is sold out I want to like sign up to receive an alert when it restocks so then I can buy it but yeah I guess it really depends if you are restocking items but for us that's not super applicable yeah and then overall again you get the eight dollar value from the listings and the ad credits so that means you're basically paying two dollars a month for these benefits which Mm -hmm. isn't a lot it's not worth it for us, I think, because we wouldn't use these features. But if that yeah. sounds like something you would use, I mean, $2 isn't that bad. So you can decide if it's yeah, worth it or not. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. And then that actually leads us to the second question we received. And that is, do you use Etsy ads? And do you think it's worth it? Yes. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, we are using Etsy ads on some of our listings and I think it's been worth it. We have been using running the Etsy ads for like over a year, quite a while, over a year, I'd say. Definitely Um, over a year. Sometimes it's like on and off, but yeah, we've we have had some pretty good experiences with Etsy ads. I'd say it's if you are interested to try it out. Like it really doesn't hurt to try it just for a little bit. Yeah. I think the minimum budget is like a dollar. It's one dollar. So, yeah, so you really don't have to spend that much money to try it. That's um, how much we spent actually think... when we started. Yeah. <laughs> is one dollar. First year, we we spent a dollar a day, and we saw okay, like it's getting us some some orders. Like let's let's increase it by a dollar. You know, and you just kind of slowly mm-hmm. go from there and see how things go. But if it doesn't work for you, like let's say you try it for a week, that's only seven dollars that you're may have not made back yeah that's not too bad yeah Um, definitely recommend just trying it yeah I will say having run Uh different ads before you don't get to say you don't have a say in anything besides the budget amount and what products you can Mm -hmm. list so you you really can't customize things like setting a limit for the cost per click or like targeting a specific audience. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of tough if you like having that sort of control, but it is really simple and easy to use. And personally, we've seen an average return on investment of 200%. But recently, actually, we've seen more of like a 5x return, which is pretty cool. But yeah, that was honestly really good. I'd say a tip is that we run the ads on our more popular listings. So That's something I would recommend is that if you have like a pretty popular listing to run the ad on that item and see how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of counterintuitive. Pretty good experience. Yeah. Um, to like I, I feel like if I were starting out, I'd be like, 
shouldn't you run it on your least popular listing so they can get seen more? Mm-hmm. But, but no, I think yeah, doing the, it on you should run popular. it on your most popular listings because that just gives it's already like a product that you know will perform well but mm-hmm. if you give it some more exposure it can do even better yeah yeah exactly okay lastly question is how do i decide if i am ready to leave etsy this is a really good question that is a really good question i'd say the first thing you should consider is how big your customer base is if you leave etsy so mm-hmm. some questions you should consider like Do you have a social media presence? Do you have a newsletter? Do you have loyal customers that come back and purchase repeatedly? So yeah, Yeah. some things to consider. But if you do... If you are ready to leave Etsy and you don't have a newsletter sign up, you should immediately create one. That Get should be like that. the first thing yes. you do once you leave Etsy is to create a newsletter sign up to put onto your new shop page. Yes, totally agreed. I think something to consider, I think that helps with determining whether or not you're ready to leave Etsy is if you look mm-hmm. At who is purchasing from you? Like, are these brand new customers? Are they coming from the search engine? If that's the case, then maybe stay on Etsy because it seems like, you know, your customers are coming from the search engine. It'll be really hard to get those customers to find your site if you leave Etsy. So work on building up your loyal customer base. But if you see that your orders are mainly people placing like repeat orders, then I would say you have a good shot at leaving Etsy, starting your own site and... Mm -hmm relying on that loyal customer base yeah and you don't have to like close down your etsy that's true you can always leave it open i mean that's what that's we, do, what we so. did <laughs> yeah yeah and like most of our i want to say like 98 percent of our orders come from our shopify yep. so yeah i did want to go over some common mistakes that shops make when they leave etsy and that is their new website is usually not user-friendly oh my gosh and yeah Mm-hmm. Coming from like the tech perspective, like some of these websites are just there's either like like a load time problem mm-hmm. where the website loads way too slow. I think one of the most common problems for any website is that it takes way too long to load and fun fact, most people will click away from a website after waiting two seconds for it to load. So Mm -hmm. if your website is taking more than two seconds to load, that is a huge red flag. And I think typically that happens if you have like a lot of images on your website, which obviously you probably do since you're selling products, Mm -hmm. a lot of products. So you want to make sure that your image size is, you know, compressed, small, not 10 megabytes per image. So Something to think about when you do create your own website is to make sure it's user-friendly, it's easy to find certain items, and your website doesn't have any big problems like slow load time. Yeah, it's shocking how many I'll visit other people's websites, and it's kind of surprising. Even shops that are more well-established, some of them have a site that's not user-friendly. Maybe it works for them, Mm -hmm. like maybe their customers are already familiar with their layout, but... I think it definitely makes a better impression for people and they're more likely mm-hmm. to check out for new customers. Yeah, for new customers. Yes. And if you're if you're leaving Etsy and you're creating a new website, then these people aren't familiar with your new layout. So making it as easy as possible yeah. for people to check out is really important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Something else to consider, I think, is the Shopify, the cost of Shopify and the price of Shopify basic is $29. That's what we were on for like the longest time. I want to say for like three years. Yes. 
we were on the Shopify basic. It's totally fine. Um, like the Shopify basic, I think is like amazing. So I, yeah, I would like, start I, off with you that. You should absolutely start with that one. And like, I know $29 might seem like a lot when it's like a monthly, but definitely calculate how much you would be saving. Like calculate how much you're currently paying in Etsy fees uh-huh. and then see if that would be worth it to convert over to Shopify. Yeah, I know yeah. it might seem like a lot, but more than likely it'll be worth it to move to Shopify. Yeah. Like if you're spending anything more than $29 on Etsy fees, I think it's worth it to move mm-hmm. over. Shopify does have fees, but it's it's so much lower. So it's um, so much lower. And like I said, like $29 a month might seem like a lot, but it's truly not. Like trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're, like from Etsy us. fees, they go insane. Like, yeah. Yes. Okay. That was our final question. So that is it for this episode. Mm-hmm. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at StickerGuru. Check out our shop website, StickerGuru.com. You can email us at hello at StickerGuru.com. And you can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash StickerGuru. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next week. Bye. Bye.